Welcome back to the show. This show's about Lost. This show's about Lost. It's called The Island Shuffle. I'm Bean Levier. And I'm James Brown. This is the show where we watch Lost in the wrong order. Why, you may ask? Don't worry about it. Yeah, you can keep asking. You can keep asking, but we'll never tell. I mean, we can keep trying to t- we keep trying to pin pin it quite kind of down, but we never we're not there yet. We haven't figured it out yet. A famous man, Socrates, uh, asked why a really long time ago, and he never got an answer. And honestly, he didn't deserve one. Yeah, that fucker. That <laughs> fucker. Hot take number one. Arist, not Aristotle. Socrates. 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 And ours total. Aristotle. Aristotle and uh, Plato. No, was it Plato said why? Uh, Who said why? No, I don't fucking know. They all said a bunch. They said why. You know what they said? A whole bunch of nonsense that I can't make heads or tails of. I don't know. It's all Greek to me. Oh, (laughs) boy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I love him over the plate, and you knock him out of the park, baby. You made it to the show, everybody. Welcome Welcome to our show about Lost. Welcome to our show about Lost and philosophy. Do you know that Lost is a very? Do you know that Lost is a very philosophical show? There's a character on it named (laughs) John Locke and another named Desmond Hume. Fuck, that sucks so much. Doesn't it suck? (laughs) It sucks so much. Doesn't it suck? Because I remember at the time being like, whoa, what's philosophy? Yeah. They named these characters after philosophers? But this is fucking deep, dude. And then it's like, no, they just Googled philosophers. (laughs) Well, no, I'm sure that these writers have philosophy degrees. Well, they gotta. As uh, I think was clear in this episode. Yeah. This episode is called... Expose. It aired in the middle of season three, episode fourteen. I want to really, say. it really smack, fucked me up whenever I saw that they were, we were getting a mid-season three episode. Yeah. I was like, "All right, this is gonna be like pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's gonna be no nonsense, no muss, no fuss. It's in- gonna be like them against the others. Mm-hmm. Nope, actually, one of the show's crazier experiments. Yeah. So this really, to me, felt like season six light or just season six earlier it wasn't Mm. light so basically what this episode was Mm -hmm. the main characters are two people that didn't exist before this episode and but we are supposed to believe certainly don't exist after Mm -hmm. but they like build this entire backstory where it's like oh these characters were here the whole time yeah they were just off camera yeah remember this iconic scene well if you look just to the left over here here's our heroes mickey exactly. and paolo exactly mm. so um but it actually it started off really well yeah started off with a fucking bang it started off on the set of hit television show expose the namesake of this episode we see nikki doing a strippy and we're actually not quite at first we're not aware that this is like what it is but nikki's doing a strip stripper show she's yeah stripping. she's hanging out being a stripper she's hanging out being a stripper and she spies someone and she goes into the back room and then she sees a briefcase mo- full of money and then suddenly the delivers m- this sick line yes hit me that's the money for the orphanage yep pretty good uh scene overall because then music starts and then like the chair swivels around and it's billy d williams and he's there and he's like sorry babe i'm billy d williams and then shoots shoots her shoots her which is sick Mm -hmm. it was a good scene it's a goddamn good scene and then someone calls cut twas all but a dream twas all but a show within a show it was a show within a show Mm -hmm. they zoom out and they're in sydney australia Mm -hmm. 
and there's this old man who's the director, mm-hmm. and he's making out with this babe who was the stripper in yes. the show, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I love you, and mm-hmm. she's like, I love you too. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the director's house, and he's like, try one of the homemade buns. Mm-hmm. And then she grabs one, and she's like, there's a shit ton of diamonds in here. Mm-hmm. And then... um. The old man goes, it's time for me to die. Yep. And then he does die. <laughs> and then... Uh, this is so fucked that it's like, it that is just what that's happens. Just, that's just what happens. Uh, are we talking about Lost? Yeah, we're talking about Lost. <laughs> yeah, Don't worry exactly. about it. This is an episode of the television show <laughs> Lost about the island that moves. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Okay, let's get... Let's get Nikki and Paolo to the island, first of all. And then we can yeah. finally fi- start to fucking dive into what's up with them. What yeah. the fucking deal is. Um, so, Buddy dies. The chef comes out. And then turns out, Nikki and the chef, whose name is Paolo, were in cahoots to kill this guy and steal his diamonds. Mm-hmm. They steal his diamonds. And then they go to Sydney, Australia airport. Sydney International, I don't fucking know. Um, and they're like, let's go and fly away but then wouldn't you know it they happen to be on that fateful crash oceanic 815 and then the rest of their flashbacks are mostly just like like we said earlier it's just like iconic scenes that the viewer would have already seen yeah but they're just off to the se- off to the side so they're just standing like yeah. 10 feet away you from see like the jack sawyer kate and mm. the rest of the if gang. you if you recall the like if you've ever seen the pilot of this show uh the big set piece of it is like everybody's screaming there's wreckage everywhere Everybody's hollering. The camera's kind of shaking everywhere. You get kind of glimpses of the whole cast, and everybody's doing something. And they kind of CG'd Nikki into there, stumbling around. And she so does fun. that. Um, and anyways, their whole back... Okay, I don't even know where to start with this. Okay. Their whole thing is, like, they gotta find those diamonds, baby. Because it's we all about the diamonds. gotta find those diamonds. And Our love is diamond love. Uh, and it ultimately tears them apart and they yeah. end up all and and it doesn't do them any good it's so fucking sick the ending was cool the ending is very the only thing the they showed it from cool. s- they w- it was a shakespeare ending. yeah before we talk about the dope. ending i want to bring up some like so here's here's so here's the thing <laughs> so here's the so here's son we're not going on the camping we're not going on a camping um here's well, we're going to the dentist. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a problem. Here's a problem that happens when you make an ensemble show where you have ten or eleven or so, maybe more, um, main cast characters who are all fully fleshed out, mm-hmm. but you've crashed on an island where there are ostensibly forty some characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you address that? Those extra sums of characters, and you see different different solutions happen here and there. Some people. Kind of, some people kind of become recurring characters like Rose and Bernard. Some people kind of, oh, yeah. they're fun. They're I fun. Liked them. They're good. Um, they're wholesome. Uh, some people like uh, kind of only appear for one scene or here and there. Uh, their their solution around season three, they decided, what if uh, we started? We added these two new guys, and they were kind of there the whole time. But like, uh, what if we, what if we kind of saw the whole events of the show, but from their perspective, and like it, so, uh, oh God, there's a lot. Cause so the, like the thing <laughs> there's is, there's a lot of reasons why that's a problem. There's a lot of reasons why in it's in terms bad. of like creating a, mm. a realistic 
so world. I guess it doesn't have to be realistic, mm-hmm. but it has to be like mm-hmm. coherent. It's yeah, like it exactly. doesn't have to resemble reality, but it has to resemble itself. It has to, it has to resemble so I itself. Feel, yeah. So like watching this, it seems like they just decided to do something that was just so contradictory mm-hmm. to everything that they had built up beforehand. Absolutely. Because I didn't see any scenario in which these people could exist off screen. Absolutely. If it's they were doing the things that they were doing, because they were always mm-hmm. like in their, there are flashbacks on the island. They were mm-hmm. very involved. Mm-hmm. They were constantly interacting with our main characters. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so like, why in the world would you ever believe that these people were there all along? Exactly. But they literally, them? they literally, it's not like they took pre-existing characters and were like, actually, these guys were important the whole time. Yeah. They were doing their whole thing. They just, at the start of the season three, they just start showing up. They just start appearing. And it's like, like Jack shows up and he's like, here's an important thing about the others. And then Nikki's like, what do you mean? And we the audience are like who the hell is this actually yeah uh and then this episode answers who the hell are these two randos um the answer is they're two randos uh, the answer is they're two randos they and they don't fit in with the gang at all which i mean it's sort of fucking they don't but so like don't like they don't interact they don't hang out i don't like they, they don't like each other they don't like each other i don't like so like the theory is like you know, here's a fucking alternate angle on all the events you've, you're familiar with. But that's but not it's what not, we got. It was the got. same angle with new people. It was the same angle with new people. And also these two, the actor and actress who play Nikki and Paolo, are not good actors or actresses. No, they actually are not. They're not. They're very, uh, like... They're very wooden, to be and they fair, don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can actually blame it on them because it's like they were—they're playing shitty characters. Yeah, that's and true. And they were—you know—it's I—I don't think even fucking George Clooney or fuck or Meryl Streep could make those characters interesting. No, I think the like, ca- I think it was a failed. I think it was just a failed experiment. Yeah, and I think that's why the episode kind of ends the way it does yeah yeah yeah. i think they were basically just like uh because to be to be clear like nobody liked when these characters showed up everybody was like who the hell is who the hell are these guys everybody was like what are you doing stop wasting my time so they were like okay here's the answer we're gonna waste your time for a full episode but then we'll kill them really that's what happened it yeah okay i'm interested i'm excited to see them again uh, like in oh yeah cameos and yeah, shit. yeah 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 see if you can see if you can spot them if we ever watch any early season three episodes yeah exactly when we do well, yeah yeah we will it's um, inevitable but yeah do you want to go through we'll go through the episode tell uh, what happens so uh, outside of the flashbacks the whole episode kind of sp- like ooh lightning's happening and it's spooky it's um, so spooky you said flash and mm-hmm. then lightning happened and mm-hmm. now there's an airplane out there and it's like don't get hit by the lightning yeah, the whole like, airplane don't crash on a mysterious island yeah um, Montreal is a mysterious island yeah can we get that fucking straight right now man I honestly love it, like talking about how Montreal is an island and I love talking about how PEI is an island. Yeah. I've definitely I think we've done that uh three or four times now. Yeah. And every time I'll try and sneak it in next Sneak it in, sneak it in every time. It's like uh it's gonna be our like the snails in adventure time. How you can see one of those every episode. <laughs> um anyways, the the like framing device for the episode is uh n- we see Nikki run out of the woods 
and Hurley and Sawyer, our boys, the best boys ever. The best boys and the best friends ever. The best like, friends. They're fucking playing ping they're pong. They're BFFs. This episode tests their friendship, but they started out this episode playing some ping pong on the beach, baby. I've made friends playing ping pong in parks. You like, have. It is real. You form a bond. It is true and real and good. It is a just sport to play with your best friend forever, uh, especially <laughs> if you're stranded on an island. And But what interrupts their game is Nikki coming out. She mutters something and then passes out, and uh, suddenly Hurley and Hurley's looking at her, and Hurley goes, "Oh my God, she's dead. Nikki is dead." And Sawyer, as you and I both did, said, "Who the hell's Nikki?" Yeah, and that's the and so the whole episode uh, in present day times is Hurley and Sawyer kind of get uh, a kind of crew together. They have Charlie, they have Sun and Jin, they have. Uh, Someone else. I think that's kind of the whole squad. Kate they had going. in on that. I don't think Kate was in on this. Kate was doing something. She was on <laughs> she, screen for like two minutes. She was in the past. Um, yeah. uh, they're hanging around there, and they're trying to like solve the mystery of who are these guys actually? Why do none of us know them? And how did they die? What a fucking ragtag group. I love when they yes. just put put together like the fucking. Just the crew of misfits, like Charlie. Sawyer, Hurley, Sunjin, and Charlie. Charlie. It's such a that is that, absurd. That rules. Yeah. The best part of the show is when it's like is kind of like this deep well of characters it has, so you can just be like, okay, well now it's Sawyer, Michael, and Jin are hanging out yeah, on the raft. Exactly. Why not? I guess they're the main characters. I guess this episode. they're the main characters this episode. Um, like it's this is a part of the episode I really actually like is the like framing device of like what's the fucking of the like the like it's such a like caper like they go around and they like go to their camp and they're like who the heck is what the heck and they go and find and they find paolo's body also in Uh the jungle and they like kind of dig around and they throw around theories they're like you know did someone poison the food supply maybe this was the monster that did it maybe this was maybe they killed each other maybe they died because they were working for the others Uh uh-huh maybe uh this it's like it's very uh it's very wholesome and that that's sort of another problem with it though that i find is that just like they just toss out all these possibilities Mm -hmm. and it makes perfect sense that they would be legitimately worried about this Mm -hmm. but I'm certain that the next episode, it's mm. like they will just have forgotten all about it. Yes. When it's like, maybe the others just killed two of your crew that apparently were, like, part of your crew. Yes. Or maybe, like, two people that you trusted were actually working together the whole time. It's like, after Ethan died, mm-hmm. that sort of had reverberations. Mm-hmm. And after, but these guys, it's like, they're just so meaningless. They're so meaningless. And they're, like, like, there's a lot of... Like, there's an amount of self-awareness to this episode. Yeah. But, like, a corny amount. Yeah. Not, like, a, a wink, winky, nudge, nudge amount. A, like, fucking dollop of it. And this episode, this episode is polarizing for that reason. Yeah. Like, you and I. Do not, people like it? People like it. Wow. People are into the fact that they were just, like, like fucking going for it they're like that the writers were just like let's have some fun with this one uh-huh. and they d- and they're clearly having fun with this one that's <laughs> i mean i don't know how much fun they're i having. think that's what separates like really great dramatic shows <laughs> from shows like lost is like the wire and breaking bad mm-hmm. never at any point went like 
ah, let's have, let's like, let's have a we'll fun just one. try it out on this one. No, it's like they were very deliberate, yeah. like really consistent things, mm-hmm. and that's why they have like a lasting impact. Mm-hmm. But and Lost, then Lost but was just trying it out. Lost, Lost was just throwing things at the wall, yeah. and they didn't always stick. No, exactly. But uh, Lord bless them, they tried. Someone had to do it. Someone had to. Someone had to try this crazy thing so that we could know that it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. Imagine break. I imagine like imagine if Breaking Bad is just like let's just do an episode around two people and make it bad. Two people that never existed and never will again. Yeah. This is about as a standalone an episode as you can get in this show because Nikki and Paolo don't exist pretty much at all before this, and they absolutely don't exist past this. Yeah. So what? Uh, what else happens? So. They steal these diamonds, mm-hmm. and then they clash, crash on the, the island. They crash on the island. And then it sort of shows them in the peripheries of all of the important events yeah, that exactly. happened beforehand, except on their mind the entire time is just finding these fucking diamonds. Exactly. They don't care about helping survival. They just want these diamonds. And then one day they go to the quarry mm-hmm. where the dom- diamonds obviously are. Yep. And Nikki's like, yo, Paolo, you got to fucking jump in there mm-hmm. because obviously the diamonds are there. Mm-hmm. And Paolo does, and the diamonds are there, yeah. obviously. But he doesn't tell Nikki. Mm-hmm. He tells her, there's no diamonds in here. Yep. And she sort of gets a bit upset and yeah. walks away. Mm-hmm. And sh- it's really funny because she just walks away mm-hmm. and doesn't wait for him. And yeah. he just dives back down. You're and like, immediately, really good. Yeah. So that, good that play. Was good stealth move by Paolo. And then the rest of it is sort of Paolo like, trying to hide the diamonds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hides it in mm. one of the hatches. Like they, yes. he's the first one to discover an important hatch. Yes, remember that hatch that Mr. Echo found back in the day? Uh, turns out these jabronis found it first. <laughs> I guess and, so. Uh, Which is another problem. It's like you just completely destroy the significance of like yeah, previous exactly. events. Like that was the really interesting mm-hmm. cool part of the show yeah and you just like sully it with yeah. this absolute shit <laughs> <laughs> like you just yeah you take something that was good and didn't need to be touched it's like that mm. episode was good and that plot was good and the way that um echo discovered it was mm. very like spiritual mm. which sort of fit with like the vibe of the island yeah it fits and then the these guys theory. just stumble upon it looking for some fucking pirate ass diamonds yeah like they just they just found it they just found it and they tried hard it they like if if you look hard enough for diamonds you find all the plot important things exactly uh it's, it's, it's so so bad it's super forced yeah and i like uh, i don't i don't like it i don't like there's a part of me here's here's what i think here's what i think about this like kind of because it feels like it's like this one's for the fans yeah. a wink wink and a nudge hey you remember this scene and remember fucking this exactly. guy and this not like there? a clip show or something uh or like i feel like a flashback l- episode what was I f- it, it does feel like a lot like a clip show because it's a lot of like remember these guys and it's like uh like they run into Shannon and Boone at the airport who yeah, have been long exactly. dead since dead and they're just like being awful um they're like okay can I tell you so remember how I mentioned the problem of how do you deal with the extra Forty some passengers on the plane yeah. right yeah would you like to know how that problem gets resolved I really really would. Uh, in season, f- at the start of season five, they are all killed. Abruptly? Uh, steadily over the course of two episodes. Fairly abruptly. Oh my god. And it's not really mentioned, 
Uh, nobody's ever like, holy fuck, all those people died. They just move on. They just, <laughs> of course. Now like, we've been here for ninety days already. Mm. We've just got cut. Mm. Like we just lost like eighty percent of mm. our population. But you know what? The gang's still together. Yeah, the gangs, all the important people are still there. It's like, uh, yeah, I feel like that mm. was the great thing about like in Seinfeld. If everyone else in New York died, mm. they wouldn't notice. They would <laughs> not. Yeah, that's and that's <laughs> you know, isn't that exactly what it's like? Yeah, you know? exactly. This if is this in is the Simpsons, if everyone else in Springfield mm-hmm. died. They wouldn't notice. This is like a Simpsons episode if it was about uh, the two people in the background for one frame. <laughs> this is like a Breaking Bad episode if it was about two people in the background for one frame. <laughs> That's so funny, actually. Uh, this is like The Wire if it was about two people who were in the background <laughs> for one frame. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, that's – that's yeah, like I was saying with the Echo thing where mm. – that was a really interesting way to drive plot forward. Mm-hmm. And I was invested in the character. Mm-hmm. So when the character did a thing, mm-hmm. um, it mattered. It mattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So then to literally go back in time and just like, like undo no, that actually, shit actually, sucks. Yeah. And like, yeah. So the killing of a bunch of people mm-hmm. just abruptly and them not noticing too. Yeah. It just is an equivalent of that. It, it's not good. It just it definitely it, is. It undoes all the work that you've done. It really because it does. delegitimizes yourself. It really, really does. Uh, I'm a season five defender, but that's a poor move for yeah. sure. Because uh, we still haven't actually watched any episodes from season five, eh? Jesus Christ! Really? Not one. We're on episode eleven right now. I haven't watched a single episode from season five. I'm that's waiting for it because there's a lot. I guess lot that's not in. Incredibly unlikely. But whatever, we'll get there. We sure will. Um, so what ends up ultimately happening to our beloveds, Nikki's and Paolo's, mm-hmm. is uh, this is kind of the whole twist of the episode, is uh, Nikki eventually figures out that, uh, like, uh, we see a scene where they're, like, kind of happy together, and it's like, oh... We the diamonds would have torn us apart anyway, right, honey? Uh, and then Nikki eventually figures out, oh, Paolo actually found the diamonds, and uh, drags—not drags, but like lures—Paolo out into the jungle, and six a poisonous spider upon yeah, him. Yeah, she throws a spider at him. Throws a spider which at is him, awesome. which is awesome. Uh, then explains. That spider's going to paralyze you, buddy. Uh, only for eight hours or so. But definitely anybody who sees you is going to think you're dead. Uh, but then she also gets bitten by a spider as well. Yeah, just because she's, like, mm-hmm. not careful. Mm-hmm. She just throws mm-hmm. crazy spiders around and then, yep. like, forgets where they go after. Yep. Which was, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nikki. Not not a smart move, uh, but the end result is that the twist of the episode is they were not dead at all. They were simply paralyzed. Uh, but the gang doesn't know this. The gang doesn't figure this out, mm-hmm. and the gang ends, and the episode ends with them getting buried alive. Which is cool. Which is fucking not a bad payoff that for was a bad episode. Such a good like redemption point. Yeah, yeah. that's a like that's. I, it sounds it sounds it feels cruel of me to say like it's sick that these guys got buried alive oh, but also awesome. they were they deserve it they were barely characters yeah exactly. so it's fine 
It's a little bit of uh, Romeo and Juliet. It's exactly like Romeo it's and just Juliet. It's stolen from Shakespeare, which I mean is great. Yeah, steal they from Shakespeare. They stole from every time. They stole from philosophy plenty enough. <laughs> just names, not ideas. Not uh, ideas. Not ideas or concepts. Just uh, names. Well, they did steal the concepts of fate and destiny versus maybe not fate and maybe not destiny. I guess. I don't know if they stole those concepts or if they just <laughs> kind of utilized these concepts yeah. that like uh, humanity has been dwelling over for a very long time. Yeah, it's a it's like it's not unlike like any show, I guess, to to to, to just talk about yeah. like uh, a thing. Um, I'm uh, looking at a couple of notes and I just looked at a note that says Zuckerberg question mark. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Uh, apparently, the movie star that um, they killed was named Zuckerberg. The he was a director. Oh, he's yeah. a director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it wasn't quite Zuckerberg. I think it was something very like similar. Zuckerman or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe Zuckerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, it, it definitely like had Zuckerberg. Definitely had me thinking about Facebook.com for a little bit, and that was nice. Um, I love to think about Facebook.com. What did I have written here? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, yeah, there's another really great character that they introduced out of nowhere. Mm. The high school yeah. science teacher character. That's who right. Is just all he does, the only reason he exists is mm. to discover this spider that mm. Nikki's going to throw at Paolo later. Yep. But Nikki just walks up to this random fucking dude mm-hmm. and she's like, Hey, Mr. Whatever, what yeah. you doing there? And he's yeah. like, oh, I discovered 20 different species. <laughs> and he has them all in these fucking peanut butter jars. It's he's like, good. I'm going to be the next Darwin. And <laughs> it's like, where the fuck did this guy come from? <laughs> he's just <laughs> discovering he just 20 different species. Oh and it's been God. like two weeks at that point. Like, fuck. God, it's good. Can I... Can I tell you where that guy, who that guy is? Yeah, because the audience knows who that who that guy is. Yes, um, our audience doesn't. Uh, we, you and I, do not, because this is our first time really seeing this guy. Oh, really? But yes. he'll be back later. Uh, yes, inevitably we will show. He will show up later. Um, he shows up in the first season, very close to the end, and he's pretty much the same guy, kind of just like know it all guy. Uh-huh. Uh And remember how that last episode we watched? There's a whole to do about dynamite. Yeah. Uh, they he joins them on ex- the expedition to get dynamite and then blows up to demonstrate to them that uh, dynamite is dangerous. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah. So basically, this guy is just de facto scientist man. Exactly. If yeah. we need a little bit of science done, yeah, we call on this guy. Exactly. But he not probably effective. lives in like not Irving, California. Science. Yeah. Or Irvine, Irving. Irvine. Irving is New Brunswick. Fuck. The Irving. Oh, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to censor this whole episode. We're gonna have to redo this one. We're gonna have to. Su- we're gonna have to put it behind a mandatory paywall. Yeah. Okay. This one costs a dollar. Yeah, this one costs um, a dollar, but you can. So see he lives it all. in Irvine, California. He probably works at a fucking gas station. Mm-hmm. But they're like, hey, you look like a science man. You have glasses, mm-hmm. sir. He's that guy. This th- him. Uh, Boone and Shannon being there. It, the whole episode is just like loaded with just like, hey, wink to the fucking audience. And it's all so like, like you said before, it feels so artificial. Yeah, exactly. It was r- like the Sawyer yeah. um, alternate reality episode yeah. where he's a detective. Exactly. It just felt the same, like paper thin. The mm-hmm. characters aren't believable. They don't, their emotions aren't real at all. It, it all is uh, as fake as like it could possibly be. Which is good. Which is, like, fine, I guess, <laughs> but, like... It's, uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's it not is what it is. Good. As far, like... 
know, this is one of my this is personally one of my least faves actually yeah me there's, too cause there's not I thought it sucked it I thought it was a very bad episode it was extraordinary like and honestly <laughs> I've seen some bad episodes of this show you at have. this point yeah I've seen yeah. some poor mm-hmm. bad episodes but I liked the heaven and hell shit more than this yeah for sure I liked the dumb fucking um introduction of who's that guy uh, he's like 150 years old. Oh yeah, Richard. Richard. Yeah, I liked his episode more than this because at least yeah, at least Ricky was putting in the work. Exactly. Yeah. He was. You were mm. watching someone like fucking act their ass off. Yeah, for sure. And it was like that character existed later. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They weren't just tossing in the bag. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you know when you toss in the bag. Yeah, I hate to toss in the bag. I'm gonna have to toss in the bag on this one. What else? Um, I have a couple notes here. Hit me with them. Um, I disappointed Hurley. Yeah, Hurley's always disappointed. A lot of good, like, so, so much of this episode is just fucking Nikki and Paolo just dragging themselves through lifeless scene after lifeless scene. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Hurley and Sawyer moments in this episode are treasures. Hurley just wants to be a good yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we have to really respect these people mm-hmm. and stuff. And Sawyer's like, yo, I don't give a shit. Yeah, they're dead now. And also, who the heck were they? And then, for some reason, the guns come up again. Because yeah. they always do. Because this is, at the heart of it, a show about guns. Yes, I love guns. Um, and how this show is about And Hurley's them. like, when were you going to tell us you got that gun? And mm. Sawyer was like, yo, fuck you, Hurley. And then Sawyer walks away. And I just feel like we keep getting this hilarious yep. and sad thing over and over again. Where Hurley, like, sort of steps up. And he's yep. like you can't do this. This this is wrong. Yeah. And then the other person, whoever it is, it's mm. just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do it anyways. Like Locke did it yep. to him. Yep. Jack did it to him. Yep. Sawyer did it to him. I want Hurley to fucking snap. Hurley is the absolute voice of reason all the time. And he's always just like walked all over. Yeah. Nobody's ever, no, he's always right. And nobody ever listens to him. He's the fucking audience avatar because yeah. ev- he's saying what we're all fucking saying ourselves. He is Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Weezer has an album called Hurley. Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. It's literally named. It is actually just a picture of Hurley. It's a picture of Hurley. Oh, my God. I forgot about <laughs> that fact. Weezer. <laughs> uh, Why? Why are you making me think about Weezer? <laughs> Why are you making me think about late Weezer albums? Yeah. <laughs> Why Mid did to Weezer, Weezer have Weezer to go and do that shit? They did. They, they had some jams. Can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut this discussion off right now. <laughs> this cannot be a disi- dissection <laughs> of the foibles and fables. <laughs> <laughs> of the mid to late era Weezer. Do you think that they chose Hurley because their, um, their like uh, path sort of mirrors the path of Lost, where it started off really promising, and then it was like just pretty fucking good, and then they just go down this weird like sort of experimental hole of mediocrity. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's not the craziest parallel I've ever heard. <laughs> Do you I think, think there's a parallel universe where Jack, Sawyer, Hurley, and Saeed are Weezer? <laughs> mm, I'll tell you what. I'm thinking about it, and I'm liking it. <laughs> Infinite universes, you know? Man, now that's the universe I want to live in. Uh, Take yeah. me there. Fuck. God. Um, I have a couple more notes. Hit me. Juliet trying to be main character? Yes, that's right. We get a brief second when uh, 
so the context for the scene is Paolo fucking sneaks into that hatch, the like secret room with all the cameras that they discovered and to hide the diamonds. But while he's doing it, who fucking scrolls in but Ben and Juliet. Just because we need to establish yeah. that Paolo has been around every exactly. single character exactly. in the world, yeah. even ones that no one else had made contact exactly. with. At this and they're time. like, they're like watching Jack on camera. They're like, "What are we gonna do with Shepard? Uh, do you think he'll follow along with your plan?" Well, they're they're like explicitly talking about bad guy shit. And Paolo, ever the good Samaritan, never fucking mentioned this to anybody. I guess. Of course. Why He's would like, you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one Why focus and one focus only. Ya? Diamonds. Why would you live? Why would you care about anyone that isn't yourself? It's so bizarre. So that was a good little thing. Um, that was a fun little thing. You know, so I, I think Juliet is still in the running Ju- for main character. Juliet Thor is still got it at this point. Yeah, but, but Ju- Juliet puts out another strong episode. Or yeah, two, for sure, for sure. I think she's probably the yeah. main character. Yeah, she's uh, she's sharing that title card for sure. I think. I yeah. think it goes Sawyer, Juliet. I always Star thought Jack Lost. was way up there, but he's not. You don't see you there. The amount of episodes where there is little to no Jack is alarming. I sort of like it. I don't mind it. <laughs> not a big fan of Jack. I gotta be honest. I'm excited to get to our first episode about Jack to yeah. so I can see. Um, I have one more also men- s- moment that I want to mention, yeah. which is when they are scouring Nikki and Paolo's camp. Uh huh. Um. The. Um, Hurley runs into a script for the show Nikki was working oh, yeah. on, Expose. And the resulting thing is uh, Hurley being like, oh man, this show was the best show ever. It was about two strippers who would solve crimes. And then he like reads the script and he gets to the end and he's like, wait a second, you mean Mr. Cobra was the bad guy the whole time? No way. And like, <laughs> it's so like... It's so good. It's... Hurley's earnest enthusiasm for this goofy ass show is very this wholesome is and good. This is the shit that they give th- to Hurley. I think here's what I think. I think there's a lot of uh, like way over the top meta shit in this episode, uh-huh. and it all is just like, okay, we get it. They found the fucking hatch before everyone else. They yeah. were there. They were on the left of the camera. Uh, this one has them being like, uh, being like explicitly like. Oh, Mr. Cobra, he's this, he's this bad guy that's been shrouded in mystery for seasons and seasons. Nobody knows who he is. And it's, like, such a, like, it's not as explicit, but it's pretty fucking explicit about, like, like that's clearly, like, a, a goof on, like, the, like, that whole, it's not, like, explicitly about, like, any particular thing in the show. Uh-huh. But the whole idea of, like, this is a... I never saw this twist coming. Oh, like yeah. It's like, like this has been here mm, the whole time, exactly. but then, like, near season five, it becomes something completely different. Exactly, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair, actually. Yeah, that's a. It is the one thing that sort of has struck me about watching Lost this entire time is mm-hmm. I feel like they sort of had an idea. They had something. There's like, not, n- like. They knew shit was going to get fucked. The moment, like, there are, like, glimpses of moments where you think, that had to be planned. Mm-hmm. That had to have at least been something. Exactly. They didn't They didn't just, like, whip mm. it up last mm. minute uh, in the, the th- middle of season five. Mm. And the truth of it is they planted a lot of seeds everywhere yeah. and then slowly fleshed out whatever ones worked and whatever exactly. ones didn't. Sometimes, yeah, as sense. in the case of Nikki and Paolo, didn't work, so they spent an episode killing them off. Yeah. Uh, other times, you end up with, uh, like, um, I think Jacob is just offhandedly mentioned by someone in season three. Uh-huh. 
by season six turns out he's god i guess uh-huh um, i guess and, yeah uh, i guess mm. what they did is they planted a lot of seeds but they got a lot of weeds exactly they got a lot they of they had weeds. to trim the weeds and watching mm. them trim the weeds not great but sometimes you get a nice little flower out of that exactly too or a carrot or or a tomato plant or a green pepper <laughs> Fresh produce, everybody. It's so... So, my, like, feels on this... My f- I did just say my feels out loud. That's not a proud moment. Uh, I don't, like... I understand what this episode was trying to do. Yeah. I understand where this episode was coming from. I don't mind that fan y bullshit. Because season five is pretty much all fan y bullshit. Uh-huh. Um... But the execution leaves something to be desired. Yeah, I agree. I love a lot of the, like, the characters kind of, like, being equally baffled by who the heck are these guys uh-huh. and trying to, like, sort it all out and, like, kind of going through the motions of, like, what is it this thing? Is it that thing? Is it the other thing? And then eventually just burying them. And I love the twist of them getting buried alive. Uh-huh. That's pretty fucking sick and actually kind of shocking. Yeah, that shit was good. I mean, mm-hmm. it was – they – redeem themselves a little bit with yeah. that feel but like they sort of knew they had to yeah exactly they were like there's no other like what are they gonna come back uh the the problem is the episode is that the meat is the meat of the episode is just it's so, so dry it's it so dry and hot dog it's so dry and not <laughs> actually fun to watch at all yeah like ricky is fun to watch yeah like that's the thing right yeah the richard episode was bad yeah it was long and it was arduous and it was weirdly paced but it wasn't i don't know there was a bit of honesty to it too Mm -hmm. it just more it felt more like an honest yeah attempt Mm -hmm. whereas this one it it just seemed like they were fine with churning out like five out of ten yeah this one felt like a a very fuck it whatever episode which sucks it was a bummer really disheartening as a mm. you know someone who how do you how do you compare this to you mentioned the like alternate world where sorry was a cop how does this compare to that it's the same, the same? i think i enjoyed the other one more because it had sawyer. i care about sawyer yeah. yeah and i i think that's the thing it's like they made characters that you don't you won't naturally care about to begin with because mm-hmm. you don't have any relationship to them and exactly. they clearly have no relationship to the show. Exactly. Like, they just came out of nowhere. Exactly. And they made them shitty characters. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. It's like, they made Sawyer's character shitty in the other thing, but at least he had a lot of... You had a lot invested in Sawyer at that point. Exactly. So you cared a little bit. Exactly. But in this one, it's like, they just... Uh, yeah. It was like it was like reading fan fiction. It really and truly actually kind of was. Um even more so than the alternate universe shit, which is yeah. very which is explicitly almost certainly fan fiction. Yeah. Uh but they probably just found that on like a message they board. They probably and did. Tossed it in. Uh I w- I wouldn't blame him. Hey kid, we'll pay you fucking 20 bucks. God. Yeah, not Some people like this episode and I'm not like sure why. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't. I don't, I don't mind the sick. The sick twist at the end is pretty cool. But like, I don't know if y'all remember how boring the like meat and potatoes of this episode is. How, I think like, it was nothing. the worst one we've seen so far. I would stand by that statement. <laughs> I would. I would. I would definitely stand by this. And the thing about it is, it's so, so the degree to which it's divorced from all other action on the show, the degree to which it's such a standalone episode. Yeah. Even f- like, like even compared to other episodes, it's still like. 
like other episodes where it's like this is completely like for example again the ricky episode but even like ricky's been around ricky's a seed they planted exactly. ricky, ricky's a seed they planted and then they were like well what if he was ageless and then he's like well what if he did this and that and then it's like they kind of like slowly are, have built this character up and that episode's meant before to be before like they the, give him that fucking exactly. long drawn out exactly like, tale of mediocrity exactly but so it feels so it at least feels <laughs> kind of earned. That seems so insulting to yeah. like, the character. It's like to call his his uh, his story a tale of mediocrity when like what happened to him? He was he was like yeah. S- kidnapped yeah and his he, wife he, died he had a he like, had a whole rigmarole <laughs> but like <laughs> the smoke monster was out to get him he was out to get him and Jay he was, was lied to, to by god himself he was lied to by a lot of people about a lot of things it's a very different tale of mediocrity than this fucking this one oh the diamonds yeah this yeah the fucking like the main motivating thing in this episode is just fucking diamonds is, yeah the, that's the problem too the motivator was just like monetary worth which has not driven any character to do anything no it's so it's as shallow as could possibly be yeah they spent three whole seasons up to this point Mm. really driving home that like what is most important to all of these characters is things that will help survival things that will help getting off the island Mm. and for some reason there's these two characters in the background Mm. who have no interest in that shit nope and all they care about is fucking diamonds it, yeah, it feels very, uh, it feels mean to a degree that feels uncharacteristic for this show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It feels like, look at these fuckers. Now they're dead. Isn't that fucking cool? Yeah. It feels like a step towards a faux edginess that I'm glad Lost never really embraced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It embraced something else. Yeah, but, uh, they embraced something else. And whether or not they did it, like, and again, like, Bless them for trying. But sometimes when they, like, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I like it when a show tries weird shit and experiments because it's more interesting to me to watch something that's swinging for the fences all the time and missing Yeah. than to watch a show that's just kind of, like, fucking, you know, going through the motions. Yeah. Uh, And sometimes that means you get episodes that try something and really don't succeed at it. Yeah, like this. And that's one. this one. And that's this one. Um, out of ten, uh, I'd give it a four, maybe. Two mm. and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I it was w- garbage. I was being pretty generous. I like the. I get a lot of mileage out of seeing Hurley and Sawyer be pals and investigating. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were moments. Yeah. But uh, they're best friends, baby. By far the worst episode I've seen. Man, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's gonna get much worse than this one because it's such a standalone Good. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had higher expectations because it was mid season three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't tell you a single thing. I basically told you like uh, I think did I tell you anything going into this one? I don't think I did. No. I think I was just I just sicked it on you. Which was a good choice. Yeah, you experienced it. You experienced it raw. Fuck yeah. Honestly, I love it when it's raw. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. All right. I think that's, that's lost. I for think you. I think that's the island shuffle for this week. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to our silly little show. Like us on Facebook if you don't already. Like us on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Barrier Trio. Follow James on Twitter at, at James Brown. Yeah. Um, follow your heart. Where else could you like us? Google us, please. Uh, Google us. Don't hit me up on Facebook because I probably. I mean, if you're my friend, then yes. Otherwise, no. No. Just stick to following me on Twitter. 
and have yourselves a dream of the rest of the week. Thank you. Thank you so much, and of course, yeah.